Correct. <laughs> you know, I'm a 45-year-old space nerd. Each and every one of us is a crew member here on Spaceship Earth. The Galactic Guys, John Ennis and Mighty Mike Taylor. There is a space age quality to them. This is the Galactic Coast Power Hour on Vinyl Draft Radio. That is right. This is the Galactic Coast Power Hour. We're coming to you live from the ATU Texas studio on the top floor of the historic Gemini building, just down the street from the home of Space Spaceflight. My name is John Ennis. Tonight I'm joined by my brother, Bruce Mighty Mike Taylor. Yo, yo. And our sister Bruce Sylvia Ford Trade Mobile App Benvenidas is out on assignment. She's at a photo shoot for Houston's hottest brewer calendar. A good cause. A good, good cause. cause. It's uh, benefiting the Craft Pack, a political action committee uh, that's fighting to fix Texas broken beer laws. Amen. And I think she's at I think she's at a Four J's Brewing over there in Spring Branch, uh, shooting Jennifer Edwards. That's a uh, woman-owned, woman-brewed, women-owned, female anyway. female lead brewer. Yeah, you know, and so uh, so that's where Sylvia is. And we'll talk more about the calendar and upcoming shows. But enough of that. No. Because tonight, live in studio, we truly have a brother in brew, a Galactic Guy favorite. That's Skylar Forsage. For Soggy. For Soggy. Close For enough. Soggy. No one gets it Okay, right. I, I forgot to ask. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I was, you're just Skylar to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just Sky. I'm Skylar. Skylar, Lee Brewer of Galveston Bay Beer Company. Man, Skylar, it's been too long. I know it's always a pleasure hanging out with you guys. Dude, know, thanks uh, for coming, man. We appreciate it. I've been I've been looking forward to it. It's just you know finding the time, and I'm glad I, I, I finally. Uh, we can respect that. Yeah, I think the last time we crossed paths, we were both judging a gumbo cookoff oh, contest. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. And it kind of went a little sketchy at the end, so we won't name the brewery. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> but uh, but Skyler, man, Skyler's he's a uh, he's a. Really, kind of a one-man machine over there at, at Gaussian Beer Company. Um, Dude, Manning, Manning going on a twenty-four-seven, huh? Manning a the biggest brew house, you know, in the region. It's it's pretty big. I think the the boys at Galveston Island have us have us beat by that, but just by a little bit. We, we've got a twenty barrel brew house, uh, double batching into forty barrel tanks. Nice. Um, yeah. From a production standpoint, I'm I'm pretty much on my own, but I'm really fortunate to have an incredible team of volunteers that help me out from you know brew days, canning, behind the bar. Shout out to Kristen and Liz and Josh and John and all mm-hmm. those people that help me out. But um, yeah, and, and a maintenance guy, Bernie, couldn't do anything without him. He br- he fixes well, all the course, stuff that breaks. Of course, of course, <laughs> Bernie, of course. You That's ever taking a weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I was about to make a burger for myself. Yeah, beat you to it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. Actually, you do have a good crew over there. Matter of fact, and, and if if you're listening and you haven't been to the tap room, it's a must. I mean, you've mm-hmm. got literally probably at least twelve beers on tap every time I go over there. I yeah, mean, you, yeah. Wide selection. I mean, uh, you know, he, you've got a, obviously a large brew house and for for mm-hmm. the uh, for some of the offerings that are in cans and everything. But uh, you you dive deep into experiments and you're. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember you had a goal. You know from day one to try to brew every style there is and uh yeah. so there's there's awesome. a, a lot going on on tap over there yeah it's kind of interesting because although we do have a a 20 barrel brew house the uh pilot system is only a half barrel so it's a huge leap between you know <laughs> uh, so how often are you brewing on the pilot system every day pretty much every, every day uh, okay today, so I was, I was how many brewing. times do you brew a beer before you go to your your big system on the on the that's, small batch. That's a great question. So being able to do such small batches, that means I can put it on tap in the tap room and it'll last for like a week or two maybe. Um, and I can take notes from there. There, I can kind of listen to what people are saying. I really call it like a collective community effort because right, right. I'm, I'm always behind the bar asking people, hey, what do you think about this? What, what do you think about this beer? And we have like dedicated uh, people who are dedicated to a certain brand. So like Go Ship Gosa, which is like really popular now. I didn't think that beer would ever become popular. I thought it'd be like a one-off that I brewed and then, you know, it went away because no one cared for it. But we'd have people that just sat in the corner and drank until the keg ran out. And so I'm like, okay, you're my designated Gosa person. <laughs> so every batch, you know, I'd be like two weeks later, Hey John, what'd you think about this batch? He's like, you know what? You know, maybe up the sour, lower the salt, you know, and so I changed that recipe twenty seven times before uh before it was ready for before you for hit the, the big, the big show. 
wow. so yeah, it's 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 fun being able to uh, switch out those uh, those small batches because uh, every couple weeks you'll you'll come into the tap room and there's something new. I've got uh, a few of those right here that we're gonna try later. Awesome. So. So how many how many times does it take you on the big batch before it's ready to go? Or can you get close enough on the first one? Oh yeah, to I, then I'm not I'm not gonna mess up twenty barrels of beer. I make, <laughs> I make sure that yeah. I make sure that shit is uh, is down. You on have the, the, small the, scale. The, the, the scale ups. You've got that dialed in. Yeah, on the yeah. Scale and, up. And, You've had what five years to dial that in? Five years? Yeah, a little more than four years now. A little more uh, than four years. So to, you've had four years to dial in the difference between the pilot. Right, main. right, and and you know yeah. I think that's you should with, have that down by with now, for any sure. new brewery. You know, a, a lot of like criticism. Unless comes you're switching like into a weird style, that should you should have it dialed in pretty. Yeah, for the most part, I've I've been doing this for long enough that I know I can expect scaling isn't linear. Any brewery, it will is tell not you that. linear. Yeah, but, there's uh, no way. Once you become one with the system, one right. with your brew right. house, yeah. uh, the only thing that it'll trips throw you out, a curveball though every now and then. Yeah, you're like, what? Yeah. As soon as I upgrade something, though, it's yeah, like right. okay, now all my numbers everything changes. <laughs> and uh, you yeah. know, but being brewers, being a problem solver, you know, putting out little yeah, fires yeah, during the brew day, you know yeah, that all day, uh, all day. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's we've got it to where man, it's it's working. I come in and every brew day, I'm like, everything's working. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm not even jinxing myself. So at this point. so so the yeah, I used to have a saying: the best day is the boring day, mm-hmm. the day where you're so bored. You're just like, you know, bam, 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 bam. Holy shit, I just brewed a beer. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's a great feeling. The other the other ninety seven times that you brew is like, oh man, I gotta, you know, I gotta look after this. This has gotta every every piece of equipment seems to need attention, right? Oh yeah. Something's there isn't a week that goes by that something doesn't break down. And it's almost like messed up how excited you can get. You're like, oh, how do I solve this one? You know, uh, I got to work around. Boop, yeah, boop. yeah. It, it keeps it exciting. It's never boring. I always figured it was kind of like a cat because you know cats are like, you know, I need attention right now, please. And you just you turn it off and you 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 let it know that it's still wanted and you you go back to like all your pump procedures you'll mm-hmm. drain everything and then you'll get it back to where it's supposed to be and then it'll call you the your face. stuff and then <laughs> it works properly it's just like i just needed to know you love me <laughs> <laughs> yeah a little bit of love every now and then speaking of love what, what are we drinking man you you uh this is like a hybrid uh, yeah yeah so this is uh something we have on uh on tap at the tap room right now is our shellback shandy which is a uh, a nice german hefeweizen base uh brewed with a little bit of lemon peel and then we mix it with a small amount of lemonade fresh lemonade and uh it's, it's just i figured i'd start off with that because it's real easy going chill just you know we'll get to the hard stuff later i think i, I think it's a fake ipa i think it's i think it's like like people for my dad that drink like miller light every day mm-hmm. they would drink this would drink and it. then you could you could give them like you could give them like a, a lower IPA, and then you could like slowly slip them in. And by yeah. the by it's the time, it's a gateway beer. Yeah, by the, <laughs> yeah. You know, I think within a night I could have them up to like Art Car. <laughs> yeah. he'd, be like, he'd be like, "This beer's good." <laughs> yeah. After enough beers, it doesn't matter. Well, if you flight them in, yeah. Yeah, and I think this is the perfect like flight into like a mm-hmm. uh, like yellow. You could follow this with yellow rose. Oh yeah, true. And then the next thing you know, my my Miller Lite dad is is drinking Art Car, or you know. Maybe some space cake. I don't know. So speaking of yellow rose, this is something I've always thought about. I mean, yellow rose—that's kind of a hazy, right? I mean, that, it seems like that in some ways that was kind of the mm-hmm. the forefather of the hazy movement, right? I mean, I don't know. Right. It, it, it can be a hazy beer, but let's not confuse like a hazy beer I, with know. a uh, any IPA or, or hazy beer, whatever the hell they want to call it. I don't think BJCP's come out and like designated as a style yet. I know GABC was like, oh, it's it's hazy beer category. Um, but I, I'm waiting for BJCP to see, like, you know, I know a lot of people are like, okay, what are they going to name it? Is it Vermont style IPA or <laughs> everyone's getting all like up in arms. I'm like, dude, it's, it's, it's its own thing. But, uh, well, so your, what okay. you're saying is there's going to be 52 IPAs. Yeah. It, it's like anytime there's a new style that comes really popular, like Goso, you're talking about Goso earlier. You have all these people making their own interpretations of the style and it gets kind of mixed. It gets kind of cloudy. It's like, Absolutely. is it being done Absolutely. the right way? You know, Absolutely. With, with Pilsner, we have like the quintessential Pilsner Kel that we can like look at, but no one can 
know what that original Gosa tasted like. So, so it's up to yeah, that, that's true. You know, in, in the in the BJP style guidelines, they do give examples and yeah, and they, they do, do kind of the uh, uh, steer you to what you need to learn or your taste buds mm-hmm. according to a certain style. Now, let's be clear though. Uh, the hazy IPA movement is what got them into that style and mm-hmm. for uh, not only the BJCP but the Brewers Association and everybody else associated to kind of get them into their own classification. So I, I don't think that we're in a place where 52 IPAs are going to, uh, uh, you know, 50 the state IPA, but I think we're moving towards it. I think that's an interesting point. I think mm-hmm. we are kind of moving towards that point. But, you know, every other style change that people have done has not been the successful. This right, is not right. something that is done on a turn of a dime. You're looking at, when you look at the BJCP and the Brewers Association style guidelines, you're looking at beers that have been around for a quite a long time. These, mm-hmm. There's not a lot of new beers on this list. This is not like, every two years there's another style. You know, right. the, the hazy IPA really has knocked it out of the park mm-hmm. and become part of every everybody's life. So It's like a perfect storm because part of its appearance, you know, mm-hmm. and, and part of its even social media, you know, the style built by Instagram. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And then part, part of it's like all these young... Word of mouth popularity. All, all these youngsters that, you know, when we were all... The when, fourth... I, 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 I think Skylar's probably a little younger than us, but when we turned 21, I mean, there wasn't... I mean, I didn't know what craft beer was. You know, I so mean, we, Heineken, he might be younger than us, but he's almost but, just as old as us in Bruce. Well, that, so. yeah, and that's actually something. I mean, he kind of, yeah. that's why I wanted to kind of discuss his, get his take on the whole hazy, because you know, we spent half the show, you know, these episodes, just kind of our mind a little bit blown about how quickly things are evolving right. and changing, right. and just Absolutely. you know, with the hazy beers and the the milkshake, you know, lactose beers, and and just how you know, it seems like you know, even four years ago, the whole scene's different than it was, and mm-hmm. you know, and and I consider you, I mean. You're, you've been you've been a commercial brewer for over four years now. So so, but you know, in some terms, you're an old timer. Especially as quick as things are changing, uh, right? I mean, doing this yeah, now it's all about years now, Sonny, and I'm gonna tell you <laughs> how it's all it about goes. you know now it's all about Eventbrite, though, you know, and seriously. picking up the tall cans, yeah. and you know, yeah, and, you know, and <laughs> getting away from like being stylistically picky about you know what what makes a hazy IPA an IPA. I love how anti IPA it truly is because for a while there it was all about like oh I only drink the most bitter of rip the enamel off your teeth hop flavor well, that guy's, and, a, that and, guy's a jerk you yeah, know yeah, I mean but, seriously but you gotta it was those people that kind of brought the craft brew movement like up you know, especially here in Texas, like 2013, well, I don't think this the snob did, but the, the, the yeah. people that were liking those kind of beers because they were so creative, and I don't know what it is about brewing, but whenever I brew a beer, I crave an IPA because yeah. I can smell the the hops and everything brewing. When, I mean, it's just, I got to drink an IPA yeah. when I brew just because it's just, but it the, just so the, gets inside of you. The great thing is, is that, you know, it, it used to be so unbalanced and uh, you, you started to see uh, brewers become a little more self-aware and not just like, oh, we're just going to throw as many hops in here as possible. billion pounds of and, hops uh, per barrel. I, I think yeah. it's finally come to the conclusion of hazy IPAs where you have almost zero bitterness. There's no bitterness it's in all, a hazy it's all IPA. In the, uh, it's all that it's all juicy. In the whirlpool. And that's, yeah, that's yeah. what I was kind of getting whirlpool. to talking about, you know, how we're a little bit older. And there's this younger group that have just turned 21. Now mm-hmm. there's all these options. So it's like the hazy IPAs, because they're not as aggressive with the hops and, you know, they don't make, you know, I mean, you could drink it. You could, you could drink a hazy IPA, but your first ever craft beer and your eyes won't bleed. You know, yeah, yeah. so it, I think that's part of that perfect storm. You know, that, the appearance, the social media, peer pressure, you know, I mean, you know what I mean? It's, it's, so that's part of the whole equation, it's I guess. A, a perfect storm, but perfect storm. That's what it takes to create a style. Yeah. A yeah. style within a style. It's it's within the IPA style, and I, I will agree that the IPA style has made a lot of different changes, and that's what you were trying to point out Yeah, yeah. with, with what you were saying. It's exciting. It's exciting to see. It it's, is. It's a lot like music, you and know? And we keep wanting to know who's going to do the Gulf Coast IPA. And, and what does that <laughs> what even is that taste like? Yeah. Yeah. What does that even taste like? But there should be a style, a, a, you know, a Gulf Coast IPA style. Speaking of uh, I, uh, IPAs, it's not lost to me. 15 minutes into the show and Mike pops open the double IPA. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, I'm taking it easy tonight. I'm taking it easy tonight. Glad to come from clown shoes. We, we've nice. only got two Russian Imperial Stouts left. And this guy, I don't think we're going to A-B him. I think we're going to open that guy and and maybe save him for maybe another night or if you want to if you want to ab him we'll do that but yeah I'm i think down. that's i i really think that's going to kick its ass and i don't really want that we'll see i want to be able to put the baltica and say how cheap it is and how good it is baltica's good beer <laughs> it's, it's good, good beer. beer for that price point too it's fantastic for the price point it's just it just freaked me out dude how mm-hmm. can they do a Russian Imperial Stout in Russia, of course, and then ship it over here. And that bottle, which is ten percent alcohol and uh, sixteen, fourteen. Oh, it's four, It's basically yeah. fifteen ounces, and it's like four dollars. Four dollars. That bottle. I know that bottle is probably a, at least close to a dollar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Now, speaking of the package game, I mean, I think uh, Galveston Bay Beer Company has the most beautiful canning setup I've ever seen. Yeah, they're fantastic. The uh, The design for the cans, uh, we've got like a, a design team uh, in Houston, and uh, they they do awesome work. When, when they came to us, uh, I understand they had never done like beer labels before. They, they came to us because they wanted to do a beer label, and they were like, hey, you guys need beer labels. And we're like, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so it was perfect. So, and, and it's such, we're willing to do it for free. Go. Know, <laughs> and, and I think we were, we were talking about this earlier. You know, Nowadays, it's like they have to pop off the shelf. People are drinking it with their eyes. So you know, differentiate yourself from every other thing. You know, I love Like it's, our it's, energy drink double IPA yeah, right? here. Yeah. No, I like the... Uh, so I had seen the 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 logo before the the lighthouse and mm-hmm. I loved it. I thought it was really cool. But I think the placement of it on these cans is really is really pretty cool. And the way that everything kind of has this naval type Yeah. This naval like, you know, lighthouse, naval, water type type logo is really cool. Absolutely. And I, I think it's is is it's attractive, man. Per- personally, my favorite is the shark with the bullhorns on it. I, I thought that was clever. <laughs> that is really, that is I know really everyone awesome, gives man. love to yeah. the to the mermaid. They almost the look like one, Nike but... symbols. What are you trying to say? But <laughs> <laughs> the the yeah, dude, that actually looks really cool, and it's a Scottish ale. I'm and ready, and I'm those are canned in house, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, every single one of these cans I ha- is like. Under I've your touched. supervision, yeah. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you, man. Every, that is awesome. Every drop of that beer that you drink in town, we're all over the greater Houston area. I'm very so, proud to say, like, I was part of every piece of that. So, how does that? You know, I mean, I used to take, I used to take pretty much pride in that because you're overseeing so much, and you really are. You are the uh, every product that comes out that people open and drink. You're responsible for mm-hmm. so, and I know you take that seriously. But how does that feel sometimes? Do you do you wake up at night with cans going all over the globe, going, <laughs> going, God, dog it! How far did this can make it? You know, I, I how do I take that? I don't, right. I don't even know. I just like I'm, I'm super proud. I'm proud of the the beers that I've made. Well, you should be, and uh, you absolutely know, I, should be. I'm not one of those brewers also that like avoids the hell out of review sites and doesn't. No, I'll, I'll read no, you every single have a skin. review. You got to uh, be a wild boar, man. Yeah. You got to have and that I, thick skin. I love it. I love getting actual like real criticism, not just like, oh, I hate Scottish ales, so one star. But like, if you're like, oh, you know, well, you know, compared to other Scottish ales, and I love those detailed criticisms. There's a little too much peat in it. I thought maybe you could have pulled yeah. back the smokiness. But that's a great thing about beer is beer is so subjective, and it's so it is subjective, uh, and that's why it's so great having such a, a huge selection. I always tell people, you know, if we had the beer selection today, back when I started brewing, I wouldn't have even bothered brewing. <laughs> I think yeah. we all yep. have that, yep. that story yep. of like, yeah. you know, by the time I turned 21, the beer I was making was better than the stuff I could find on the shelves, which you yeah. were lucky if you could find like a St. Arnold's. Right. Uh, you know, but now it's like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you go on stop and go and you're like, okay, there's a lot of yeah. local, a lot doing of foreign. Doing good. Doing good. Yeah, doing now really good. there's so good. much good stuff in the shelf. Brands like Southern Tier are pulling out of Texas because they can't even compete anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's it's insane. Yeah, that is crazy. But that 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 is kind of true. I mean, you know, we I mean we were, I mean back in the day we I mean, before we even started the brewery we were trying to get Southern Star down into Galveston County. I mean, you know, there really hasn't been a lot of opportunities up until probably you know six seven years ago. Right. Absolutely. 
But we're going to dig deeper into that right now. We've got to pay some bills. They're all we could afford. The Galactic Coast Power Hour. More with these two. In just a minute. What would you like from your bank or credit union? How about a mobile app that makes banking simple? How about free online banking and mobile bill pay? How about loan decisions made locally? How about 15 convenient locations? Associated Credit Union of Texas has all of these and more. Sounds like you should get associated. ACU of Texas, federally insured by the NCUA. For more info, visit acutx.org. Lamont Brands is a veteran-owned business serving the Houston Clear Lake area and beyond. Their in-house capabilities include screen printing, embroidery, rhinestones, heat press transfers and thermal flex design, as well as e-commerce solutions and on-site fulfillment. If you're looking to brand your business through custom apparel and or promotional products, Lamont Brands should be your first and only call. Lamont Brands is located at 920 Gemini in Houston. Give them a call at 281-286-7553 or visit them online at lamontbrands.com. Hey, it's Adam Smasher and clearlaketoday.com is where I go to find restaurants, events, entertainment services, and more in the Clear Lake and Bay Area. If you're looking to find a certain business in the Clear Lake area, you need to check clearlaketoday.com. Now, if you are a business in the Clear Lake and Bay Area, make sure your business info is on clearlaketoday.com. To advertise your business, contact Doug Meisinger by emailing doug at clearlaketoday.com. When you're looking for a new home, John Wilkinson can help answer questions related to obtaining a mortgage lender up to finding and securing the best home for you. John will take your best interests as his own and provide valuable property and neighborhood information that is important to your family. Call John at 281-974-0739 or email him at john at jwgetsitsold.com to start looking for your new home. Did you miss us? We're back. Live from the ACU of Texas Studios, the Galactic Coast Power Hour with John Ennis and Mighty Mike Taylor. That is right. We're back with the Galactic Coast Power Hour, and we're visiting with Skylar Frasagi. From Galveston Bay Beer Company. You got it that time. Awesome. You are you are having a day with this last name, right? <laughs> I've or never Sahi. I've never met anyone that said it right in the first try. Not a single person. Golly, how many different how many different Ooh, look at that. Is it just one? Is it assist? No. Oh good. Yeah. I've got a few. That so one rated. isn't assisted, but I, I love the the bottle opener on there. Uh, oh yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, that's why I was using it, just a bottle opener. I just I can't have anything serrated. I always have like at least. That's a box opener right there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, a grain bag opener. When I was at, yeah, when I was at uh, because of my trade, I can't have serrations. Mm-hmm. Electricians, we can't carry serrated blades. Mm-hmm. It just it's not good for us. So I always had a straight, which you gotta constantly yeah. sharpen. I like that constantly sharpen, especially cardboard. Flathead. Cardboard is hell. On a blade. That it is. Yeah. It yeah. is hell on a blade. I sharpen my blades very regularly. Right. So, but, anyway, oh, church key. Who has the church key? I think, yeah, I think, uh, I think Oh, got, shit. Yeah, we yeah, were just talking about church key. He's about to put that blade to work. Oh, we're opening multiple bottles. Oh, he's... So what do we have, Skylar? So this is uh, another one of those uh, uh, small batch beers that I have on tap right now. Uh, this one is called Beach Bonfire. It's a smoked Kolsch. Ooh, holy shit! Yes. And um, ladies know, and gentlemen, this will be the first time I've ever tried a smoked Kolsch. And that's why I brewed it because I was thinking I was like, I want to make a Kolsch, but there's so many fantastic Kolsches that are brewed in the area, and I, I try my best and not you got to. Eric Warner and a yeah yeah he, he can't. You can't he touch liter- that. literally wrote the book on Kolsch's. <laughs> Pretty much. So I was like, what can I do to the Kolsch that no one else has done? And I was thinking, I was like, what if I used cherrywood smoked malt and uh, a very low percentage of the grain bill, but it's enough to where it, it's almost like you're on the beach at a bonfire, thus the name Beach Bonfire. It is a little burnt, little burnt and smoky on the Yeah, on so the you nose. get the, the smoke up Man. front, and then it finishes clean like a Kolsch. It's neat. I, I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> it. Actually, no shit. This smells like a uh, a bonfire to the nose. I haven't drank yeah. it yet, but to the nose, it smells like a freaking yeah. bonfire. And even for people that like, you know. Like the residual. Like you you, you were at the bonfire and you stepped away and you got a whiff of your clothes. Exactly. Right? right. That's, exactly. That's what, it, that's what it sounds like. 
But it's fleeting and pleasant. Mm-hmm. It's not like some kind of, you know, glowing. There's a lot of people that do not like Roush beer and, and smoked beer styles. And, and I can get that. But I always say, you know, it's like IPAs. It's so broad. Give it a chance. You know, a lot of smoked beers, they'll use like Beechwood smoke. That is an interesting smoke. beer. Right. That is interesting. That is an interesting beer. Yeah. Yeah. Cherry wood is so much more mild. It, it doesn't like leave that film. Um, so yeah, this is something that even well, not only that, that not like he's like like John said, it hits you pretty good in the front, mm-hmm. but it goes into like something pleasant and then like maybe a little fruity, and then it goes back to like this slight wood burning taste. It's like pleasant and not. Yeah. It takes you on a drive. That's pretty good, man. <laughs> I like this. That's really good. Yeah, thank you. Drive by campfire. Man, I can't help but think if you put these in those tall cans with some beautiful artwork and put it on, you know, put it on Eventbrite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, Probably definitely before uh, before some IPA, but this is actually kind of mellowing my taste buds. It's kind yeah. of bringing me back to zero. Yeah, as a good Cole should, like, to be honest. And, and that's what was dialing it in, not making it so much that it was like a bastardization of the Kolsch style. It's really thin body. It's super mm-hmm. thin. Mm-hmm. And Kolsch's are usually just a little bit... Uh, thicker than this body, but I'm wondering if the smoke has a lot to do with that because at the same time, I kind of feel like I'm I'm drinking a heavy beer. That this isn't some you know yeah this isn't some summer shandy. What's the alcohol percentage on this? Uh, it's it's around five percent, so it's it's very light. This tastes like a three percent beer. Yeah, yeah, easily. Or it feels like that, but it, it tastes feels like, like it t- yeah. tastes heavier. Oh no, it tastes I mean, like it, it's got a lot a lot of. A lot of creativity going on. I don't know that I could describe this, but it's very pleasant. Not, there's nothing off-putting. It's one of those mm, things, you know, man. you're not going to find this out at the at the bars or anything. you got to stop by the tap room. You know, when it's on, this is a beer that is not on very often. It's not a beer I brew, um, you know, year-round or anything. It's just sort of like... Damn, man, I'm, I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, this, is awesome. really yeah, yeah. this is really yeah. good. This is really, really good. I tasted all the beer we had man. on the tap wall before I came here. I was like, what would these guys appreciate? You know Dude, what? this Beach is bonfire. good. That's... I, I really like this beer. Another so let's, let's uh, remind our listeners where the tap room is. It's right there between fi- FM 517 and FM 646. Yeah, yeah. Right so there. it used to be, you know, telling people where our brewery was was like doing algebra. It's like, okay, take 146 <laughs> right. to 517. Take 517, 34, 36. When you're at 12900. Once zero, you zero. have reached. Yeah, so and, and global positioning marking satellite. We're, we're kind of out in the middle of nowhere, but now that's changed. And I can be like, we're across the street from the school. Yeah, that's right, man. <laughs> it's made it easier. They they built a junior high across the street from us. Turn uh, to the junior high yeah. and get drunk. So uh, now now we've nicknamed ourselves the teachers' lounge. <laughs> nice, because a lot of teachers do come by, huh? Teachers deserve a good beer more than anyone after work. That. And they keep I lights agree. on. True that. <laughs> Dude, this beer is really, 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 really good. This is. I know my is, teachers needed this, alcohol. This, oh yeah. yeah. This is something to. to stop by the uh, this fireside. Uh, beach bonfire. Beach bonfire. But it's like being at the fireside. Fireside beach bonfire. Man, oh jeez, dude, this is really good. Mm-hmm. I don't. So I'm. I'm. I'm wondering because of the taste. I think it could go in like three categories. Uh-huh. I think you could do like a hazy IPA with it because it does have that slight like fruity kind of mm-hmm. bitterness right there at the end. You could do a Rashbia, and I think you could do a Kolsch. I think you could do all three. Interesting. Yeah. I think there's like a, a a different. Is there any more of it? Oh, dude, <laughs> go for it. You know, I was like a little where I was like, you know, is this too out of place? No, no. it's no because, man. like I said, some people can't do smoked beers, uh, but I'm not one of those this people. This is a yeah, really apparently you no, can. So uh, uh, probably my hardest beer that I ever had to drink was uh, was it was it eight. St. Arnold's Divine uh, Divine Reserve Eight it was, it was the uh, Eight was the Scotch, right? It was the it was Scottish and the ale. Nine was the pumpkin ale. It was uh, the Eight was the Scottish ale. It was so hard to drink, not because it was it was bad. It was a smoked Scottish ale, right? And it was just it was just so harsh, you know. And I'd like the smoked beers, the German, the Rosh beers. Mm-hmm. I'd like those, and 
when I tasted that, I was just like, you know, you drink that one beer and you're done. Yeah, you're yeah. Fuck, you're fucking done. Your your taste buds are over because they smoke it all out. But yeah. this this isn't doing that to me. Yeah, and I'm very like especially with Scottish ales. Like I'm that's that's a style I really like. Obviously, we have Bull Shark. Right. But uh, I remember I used to work in a little uh, homebrew shop um, out here. Which uh, one? On NASA. That's right, BNS uh, Brewers, yeah, right? BNS oh, right. Brewers. Yeah, BNS Brewers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember seeing uh, it. Man, they've got quite the little tree, actually. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I was, I wanted. Uh, you know, Kirk worked for us for just a little while. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I wanted discounts. Right? <laughs> they're like, hey, do you have discounts for people who work? That, it was like my third job at the time. I was working like three jobs, and right? that was the one I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, I can I can get So uh, you paid for your habit by working at your habit's place? There you go. I mean, that's where it starts, right? I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. ground zero stuff there. I wasn't even brewing a lot of beer at the time. Actually, I started off brewing mead and wine uh, before I ever really got into beer. You know, with the hat, and, uh, I would think mead. Yeah, yeah. Anywhere I would think mead, right and, off the and, bat. And the beard, and I would think mead. speaking of mead, I've got a little bit uh, from the personal collection today, not associated with the brewery because we can't do mead, unfortunately. But uh, mead is something that's close to my heart. I love brewing mead. And so this is from home. Uh, six, seven years. Seven years old, this mead. Nice. Seven-year-old uh, mead. Good yes, Lord. Fantastic Ooh. stuff. So, so were you ever in a beer club? Were you ever in a club? You know, that's the thing is um, I, I'm like a mastronaut that never paid his dues. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of those going around. Yeah, yeah, I'm one of them. Yeah, um, I've been guilty of that. No, yeah. it was one of those things. Of course, where I contributed to the. You know, so whatever, many, but. so many people in the beer clubs are like, you know, they're like, especially around here, they're all NASA people. Like, they've got. They've got good jobs, making good money. They have oh, like yeah. spare time to like have awesome hobbies like brewing. Yeah. I was always I just way put the shuttle busy. in there thing yeah. and now I'm gonna brew some beer. <laughs> I've I've been working my butt off since I was like fifteen years old, so I, I don't have like the spare time to do like brew clubs and stuff like that. Um but yeah, I, I wish I had the spare time to. You know, I, I thought becoming no, before the brewery you were you were Yeah, going even to then meetings, huh? just constant, constant working. Um Mm, nice but uh yeah yeah it, getting a job as a brewer everyone's like oh man it must be so much fun you're going to like gabf and stuff no no i'm, I'm chained is, to the fermenters is, like dude, that's a blue collar if people used to like yeah i got it where people would, like think that you're like in this glorified is like no man if you would if you get more blue collar than brewing beer you're a sanitation worker yeah we're glorified janitors. Yeah, that's all it is. Glorified janitors. That's exactly what we are. It's glorified. So the next step below brewer is you're picking up garbage on people's street corners. Mm-hmm. That is really the next step. And they step probably down. make more money, to they be honest. They probably make more money. <laughs> like, I let's agree. be honest. Absolutely. Uh, you brewers out there, money. you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? Yeah. That's crazy. And we're making people happy for a living. Mm hmm. I guess you have to like. There's no money in making. You people have to happy. be a, a certain <laughs> brand of insane and, and truly like enjoy. Uh, uh, doing it you know I'm, I'm about to turn 30 and i went through this whole existential crisis of like is this what i'm doing for the rest of my life like if i want to change careers now's the time to do it no i love brewing beer Dude, too much you know i would say don't fucking change your course because i think you're doing great man thank you i think not only are you doing great but you're experimenting in the right ways and i think you're doing it right man you're you're, you're you've got the pilot system up you, you you try to do things right you try to figure things out that's what a brewing's all about man. yeah brewing's fun just uh, so and you've got stability so i would just i would just chill man hang there and yeah. do what you're doing because it's gonna pay off for you brother i guarantee mm-hmm. you with beers like this it already pays off in beer this shit's gonna pay <laughs> so, off yeah, and I, more than in beer you'll 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 have a good life man and blue collar lives are good i mean i'm an electrician now it's my identity now i'm an electrician just a lowly guy who fixes your plugs gets into your shorts <laughs> so what's your favorite uh, texas brewed beer other than your own Ooh, what a question uh favorite texas brewed beer would oh whichever one is God. in my hands at the time good answer uh there's so 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 many awesome texas breweries not only awesome texas breweries just in galveston county like you know you know we're, we're all part of totally. this huge group of of galveston county brewers and and between everyone we're all making such awesome beer and um geez in, in texas I, I i love sours i love the stuff that jester king does um 
that pushing boundaries I've, I've probably i've probably visited that brewery more than any other brewery i've ever been to and i've been to a lot wow wow uh, that's saying something too because that's a drive yeah yeah uh, but that's I, a pilgrimage i still in in looking at it now versus when they first started it's a it's like World like walking a mile from getting from parking in the really? car to, it's become such a huge destination not right. only you know for texas but the whole country people are going out to jester king it's so it's a, cool it's, seeing it's, that it's so amazing you know what they've done because i remember i mean they started around the same time i remember downloading their uh, their prospectus and thinking oh okay it's a clown themed circus themed brewery <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no idea. And now now it's like the most famous brewery in texas i mean it's literally it's it's yeah, I mean it's crazy. Agree, and and the secondary market for the, for their for their mm-hmm. you know their bottles is crazy. So yeah, that, hats that, off to them for for sours that um, yeah, local Houston got to go with Brash. I, I I like Brash. I like what they're doing. Brash there. does good stuff, man. man. Yeah, I was they just at really the anniversary stuff. party and that was a that was a blast. They do good stuff, and man. they've got a sense they're of humor. Scared. They've got a sense yeah. of humor. That like, they do thick skin, they're, sense they're, of humor. They're very yeah. brash. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What about non-Texas brew beers? Uh, geez, all over the place. Uh, my wife's family lives in New Jersey, and so we usually make this trip where we uh, we actually drive along the East Coast and we stop off at all these great places. Um, one of the things, if we go non-stop, I found that if I leave my house and drive non-stop, then we will reach the uh, the Dogfish Head Brew Pub in Rehoboth Beach uh, in 24 hours exactly. <laughs> wow. 24 Three. hours from here to, to Dogfish Head, and uh, I think twice. Two six-hour shifts. I've, I've been able to, like, get there and then talk to Sam, which is, like, really, really freaking cool. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, we do that, and then it's, like, another couple hours to, uh, to her parents' house in New Jersey. But, um, yeah, we've been to so many different places around the country. Uh, we go to, uh, to Denver quite often. There's so many awesome breweries out there. I've got a buddy that, that has a, a brewery out there. And, um, yeah, a lot of stuff going out there. Whenever people are like, oh, you know, isn't it getting it too saturated here in Texas? Like, dude, not even close. Go <laughs> no, to Denver. You not. can't trip on your shoelaces without falling into a brewery. And it's like the best of the best of the best beer because if you're not making the best beer then you, you can't compete yeah, yeah, you can't yeah. compete so i'm, I'm kind of glad that texas is going that way you're starting to see you know some of the breweries that weren't making such good beer they're they're starting to like kind of go Fade to the up. wayside yeah, and, and you're seeing the the cream of the crop come up uh so that's so awesome to see i'm, I'm glad that despite our awful laws uh texas is still doing some really cool work um so yeah, like you were saying earlier in the show, Craft Pack. Craft Pack. Uh, I'm excited yeah. for Craft Pack. Like this is because you all are a production brewery, so that's right. That, right. That, that we're, yeah. we're legally not allowed to do growlers and uh, any kind of to go. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no off premises sales. And the fact that it's it's 2018 and Texas is the only state only in the state. entire country. You know, if you would ask me that four years ago, oh, us in like nine or ten other states. No, when Texas Alabama only. has more progressive laws <laughs> right. than Texas does, yeah, Mississippi, something's right, right. wrong, dude. Something's so, wrong. If you're listening at home, picture the entire state or p- entire country green, Texas red. Yeah, and not in a good way. Yeah, like, well, yeah, not yeah. Green means uh, good. Red means stop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's crazy. All right, one, one quick question before our next break. Yeah. So you, you mentioned your travels and all. Is there a specific uh, setting, you know, which, you know, what like is there a setting that you have in your mind, man, that was like the best, the coolest opportunity to drink a beer? I mean, is there some kind of bucket list setting that you've uh, killed a beer? You know? You, you know, like I said earlier, uh, meeting up with Sam, having a beer with That's him, that there. was really cool up at Dogfish Head. I think they were uh, uh, really, they were starting the revolution uh, at at oh, the he's certain, spearhead. Oh, yeah. he's like the cheerleader. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that, totally. That was really cool. It was sort of like like meeting one of my heroes. The first right. time I met him, uh, I was like, oh, you know, one day I, I want to brew, and you're an inspiration. By the next that time next year, I was uh, head brewer at Galveston Bay. That's so awesome. It was uh, it was a really you're cool talking trip. About, uh, about a guy who went from a Sabco to mm-hmm. vice president of the Brewers Association. I mean, that's right. that's pretty huge. <laughs> Absolutely. And have his own TV show, you know. Own TV then, show. That has, was a cool show. That was dude, a cool show, dude, yeah. He has brewed so many cool beers. Yeah. All right, so we're going to be right back. We're going to talk more beer. We're going to drink more beer. And we're going to do our audio quiz. Yeah. yeah I'm looking baby. forward to it. <laughs> the Galactic Guys. Watch us on Facebook Live and YouTube. And don't forget to tell us how pretty we look. It's what your mother would want. 
and no one knows your mom like the Galactic Guys. Go to VinylDraftRadio.com. What would you like from your bank or credit union? How about a mobile app that makes banking simple? How about free online banking and mobile bill pay? How about loan decisions made locally? How about 15 convenient locations? Associated Credit Union of Texas has all of these and more. Sounds like you should get associated. ACU of Texas, federally insured by the NCUA. For more info, visit acutx.org. If you have a vehicle registered in Texas, you can join artists like Lyle Lovett, Pat Green, Randy Rogers, and more when you purchase a Texas Music license plate from the Texas DMV. $22 out of the $30 fee goes directly towards the Texas Music Office, which funds music lessons and instruments for under-resourced school children, as well as towards funding live music and community music programs all around the state. Just head to TexasMusicOffice.com or the Texas DMV for more info on how to order your Texas Music specialty license plate. Good people of Texas, cast aside the every day and come as thou art not to the Texas Renaissance Festival. Feast and frolic amongst nobility, barbarians, and magical creatures. Create your own fantasy with clothing, jewelry, and more from hundreds of -of one-of-a-kind shops. The Texas Renaissance Festival. Nine weekends of feasting and merriment starting September 29th. Get your tickets now at texrenfest.com. Huzzah! Do you ever wonder how every single insurance company boasts about having the best rates for you? With so many companies, how is it possible that they all can have the best rates? Well, the reality is they're all telling the truth, kind of. You see, each insurance company has a target set of customers that they're looking for, so each company will have the best rates for someone. The challenge is finding the one that likes you the most. Perfect Policy evaluates you through more companies than any other insurance agent, and that's how they find the best policy for you. Contact Perfect Policy today. Chuck Sports Bar and Memorabilia in Leaf City is exactly what you picture a hometown bar to be. Watch the game with friends, great food, great drinks, and a friendly staff. Chuck's is also the home of celebrity bartender nights, open mic nights with Robert Del Toro, karaoke nights, and more. Chuck's is located at 601 East Main in Old League City, Tuesday through Thursday from 4 to 11 p.m. and Friday and Saturday from 4 to 1 a.m. Call 832-632-1325 or find them on Facebook, Chuck's Sports Bar, League City. Lamont Brands is a veteran-owned business serving the Houston Clear Lake area and beyond. Their in-house capabilities include screen printing, embroidery, rhinestones, heat press transfers and thermal flex design, as well as e-commerce solutions and on-site fulfillment. If you're looking to brand your business through custom apparel and or promotional products, Lamont Brands should be your first and only call. Lamont Brands is located at 920 Gemini in Houston. Give them a call at 281-286-7553 or visit them online at lamontbrands.com. One of them just threw up in the men's room. That's gross. We're back to the Galactic Guys and the Galactic Coast Power Hour on Final Draft Radio. That is right. We're back with the Galactic Coast Power Hour, and uh, Skylar just poured us some some mead, some seven year old mead. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. Seven year old. Wow. Sometimes at we least, have the need for least, mead. It just takes a while. At least fifteen percent mead right here. Yeah. It oh, smells so though. very yeah, yeah. alcoholic. It, it, it smells, smells alcoholic. so alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Taking this to Ren Fair. Excellent. Hell yeah. All right. So, so I, you know the Brigadoon guys, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Alan, all them. Dude, Black yeah, Plague. Black Plague, one mm-hmm. of my favorite RISs. So we're about to unveil your RRS right here, right? Yeah, right. that we, we are. That special. we are. We can, do that. Would, we can do that and play the audio quiz at the same time. I would put every beer I have aside, except I'm going to chug your mead <laughs> Go for to it. taste this. Seven and years and seven seconds. I like the... Uh, ooh, man, that's... Yeah. All right, I'm awake now. All right. right. So we're going to play... We're gonna play uh, <laughs> Name that movie, Galveston Bay slash Click Edition. And uh, so I'm gonna, you're going to hear, hear a series of audio clips from movies either shot in a city touching Galveston Bay slash Clear Lake or taking place there or both. I'm a failed miserable. Those making appearances in today's audio quiz include Jack Nicholson, Ben Affleck, Clint Eastwood, Gene Hackman, Shirley MacLaine, Jennifer Jason Lee, Deborah Winger, Sam Elliott, and John Tavolta, among others. That is a hint. Some of these are pretty difficult, but no worries. It is almost impossible to do worse than, than our Brewing Brothers at Saloon Door did on their quiz. <laughs> Matter of fact, I, I took the opportunity earlier to look at the uh, petition, and right now there's more than 300,000 signatures to force them to uh, change their name from a non-Western-themed brewery based Dude. on their performance on the quiz. We wow. kid. We kid. Not really, but we kid. 
No, we love them they guys. They make awesome beer, man. They really do. No, man. no. I mean, they, they make awesome beer, but they couldn't identify John Wayne or Clint Eastwood. Um, but that's okay. We won't hold that against him. All right. So, and, and uh, I think the best performance we've had in this competition was uh, Backfish and the Name That Nation World oh, Cup edition. Dude, I think they, 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 they killed it. it. Last week, uh, General Douglas Owens did impressively well in a very difficult audio quiz where we had where we played aircraft sounds and he had to name the aircraft. He pretty much nailed it. Oh, but he cool. was he was a general, so uh, you know, right? All right. So these start out fairly easy and they build to near impossible. And uh, we'll be uh, we'll admit that I'm guilty of including at least one clip because while dark and subject matter, I found it unexceptionally just crazy funny. All right, so here we go. Number one. United States astronauts train for years. You have 12 days. You stick that in me, I'm going to stab you in the heart with it. On July 1st. Tell me you've never let anybody down before. I never quit yet. How's that? Earth's darkest day. How you feeling? Good. Considering I've never now, been now God bless the Johnson Space Center because yeah, a couple of these movies, you know, hour. definitely have some uh, scenes there. You bet you are. Bruce Willis. This is a good. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's that movie with Bruce Willis in it. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I think I got this one. But just to preface, I don't watch a lot of movies unless they're like Mr. Bean. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, those are ridiculous comedies. Uh, I, I, is that Armageddon? That is Armageddon. Okay, right, I knew one something. For one. I don't think I've ever actually watched it, but um, <laughs> I, I, I know the kind of premise, sort of. And, and for the record, the Endeavor High Rise Marina, that is in Pasadena. Pasadena touches Clear mm-hmm. Lake, which then touches Galveston Bay. So we're on to number two. Depends on what you think a real cowboy is. That's all you hear the other night. You had a beard, right? That's right. Probably looks good. You should have shaved it. Bless you. Yeah, I'm not going to get this out. All right, all right, all right. That is uh, Urban Cowboy. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, my wife is watching this just like, you idiot. That is- she knows movies. I don't. But it's a young man from the country who learns about life, love, and loss in a Pasadena bar. All right, mm-hmm. on to the next one. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Eleven days ago, atmospheric tracking determined that Russian satellite Icon will re-enter the Earth's atmosphere in 30 days. Now, the guidance system on this thing is a dinosaur. The only men for the job. Is there anyone still alive who can fix this thing? Are the boys. <laughs> a space ride with the I can't fill up a space shuttle with geriatrics. It's ticking, love. I'm only getting older. We lost him. Lost wants to send us into space. I told him I'd only do it if the original team did the job. I think you've already done better than Saloon Door, so you're you're okay, in the clear. All right. Yeah, yeah, you're in the clear. That's kind of looking that is, forward that is to just space like Space Cowboys 2000. Oh uh, Clint Eastwood, Tommy Lee Jones, Donald Sutherland, James Gardner. I've never even heard of that. Okay, now the 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 <laughs> the soundtrack. When I picture like a boy band doing like, <laughs> I don't see like space in that. But I'm a spaceman. Yeah, I don't. That was weird, dude. All right, all right, and they only get harder. <laughs> all right, I'm opening up this. Okay, Russian burst out. Oh my God, that sounded beautiful. Was the right man for the job. Holy shit, that looks like syrup. Did you ever want to do this for anyway? Oh my god. Like a chance to make a difference. Holy shit. Rookie detective Kristen Cates was the Sam right Elliott for the job. Jason Patrick, Jennifer Jason it was Lee. Different. You. It was the job that was all wrong. We buy drugs. And you go yeah, in thinking these people drugs. are stupid, okay? You're hurting in New York minute. I New think York. that is Rush. I think if anything goes wrong, you're going to have a big problem with some bullets. Actually, this is one of the rare audio quizzes that Sean Connery does not make it. Well, actually, he now has made an appearance. Sean Connery yeah. has made an appearance <laughs> in all of them. That's Rush 1991. I actually rem- I remember when there's a lot of hype around here when that was filmed. Uh, but we'll move on. Yeah. Oh, know, yeah. I know actually, Rush Hour. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the budget for Rush, $17 million. The box office, $7.2 million. Ouch. That was a uh, a film about rush. drugs, drugs, drugs. Yeah, yeah. And going uh, undercover at, at the very end. And undercover agent chick had that that the shotgun come from between the 
the yeah, Jennifer Jason Lee and boom, had a crush on her back in the day. Tapped her on the on the head and then pulled back out and then she never said another word. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh kind of kind of highlighted the danger of going undercover. <laughs> All right. Floyd and Louise are an unusual couple. They're wild. Get your clothes on. Unpredictable. And a little bit nuts. Go on, get off! Take a good look, fatso, because it's the last time you're going to see me. Gene Hackman, Terry Garr, and Burgess <laughs> Meredith. Hey, All right, I'm going to put us out of our misery. That was uh, Full Moon <laughs> in Blue Water, filmed in 1988, filmed in Seabrook, Texas. Wow. Uh, Holy G- shit. Yeah, Gene Hackman, Terry Garr, and Burgess Meredith. Who knew so many uh, movies yeah. shot around this area? And, and uh, this this is a uh, this this actually next one I'll give you another hint. It won an Oscar. Actually, won multiple Oscars. Uh, and here we go. Number winner is Emma Greenway Horton. I got some good news. That's funny. <laughs> this is so corny. You're not happy for me. You can get so mad if you're not happy. Shirley MacLaine is Aurora Greenway, her mother. Why should I? Why should I be happy about being a grandmother? <laughs> it's such wholesome music. Former astronaut For Garrett Breedlove. Jack Nicholson. Classical. Jack Nicholson, former astronaut Garrett Breedlove. Terms of endearment. Terms of endearment. That was actually part of that that scene right there. That was actually filmed on the Texas City Dike. Everybody really? thinks it's so a lot of it was filmed in River Houston, Oaks. Yeah, a lot Houston, of it River Oaks. Oaks. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that the, scene was actually the Texas City yeah. Dike right there Where on Galveston Jack Bay. Jack Nicholson had a Corvette. Yeah, he was Corvette. Driving, he was like a astronaut. Yeah. He was like you know ready to <laughs> you know pierce the world with his satellite, or at least pierce uh, something. Shirley <laughs> McLean. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> All right, and we got two more made for TV movies. Oh boy. Yeah. We buy these things almost every day. Keep our skills sharp. Prostitute. You don't want any rust on you when you're about to launch. These are the hard. Show. This right, is. Let's go. I can see that. Take it easy now. Right. Take it easy now. So first of all, when we get up there, we're gonna try some dives. I want you to feel G-forces like at liftoff. Now, I warn you, Chris, this is not gonna be like airline flying. I want to. All right. That's the the. Dude, it sounds like some of the lines I used when I was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> That was yeah. That was a made-for-TV movie about the Challenger scenario. God which, damn! Yeah, what? I'm, sorry, man. No, I'm sorry, Jesus. I'm sorry. I just got cut down. I'm so sorry. Thank, sorry, Jesus. All right, I'm sorry. Please, now, please. You know what the please, worst part about that please, is uh, some of the scenes the were filmed in Clear Lake Forest, and when yeah. I was uh, when I was in junior high, and I actually wrapped the house the day before they filmed the scene. Dude, and, okay, I I'm remember I'm they, <laughs> they pulled us all out of class to uh, to watch that. Well, I'm not talking about the. I'm talking about the made for TV movie because yeah, we could go a lot darker and talk about the real thing. Yeah, and speaking of dark. Well, to bullets. Clara Harris was sentenced to 20 years in prison today, and the phone line. Wait for it. Going Wait crazy. for it. Hello there, Cicero, Indiana. Uh, you are live on the air. Clara Harris did what every scorned woman in America has wanted to do. That woman does not deserve prison. She deserves a medal. Oh come on! She ran over her husband not once but three times. <laughs> Clara Harris needs to fry. I want you to free Clara Harris. You could have drove her to it. This woman just had. Some things in here don't react well to cars. <laughs> All right, back to beer. Impact. That, that, that was actually suburban madness. That was it. That was the uh, the story of Clara Harris. <laughs> Clara Harris made for And the, the guy who no one knows his name, but he got run over and Seal killed. Seal Ward, <laughs> Elizabeth Pena, Reagan Walsh. The worst part about that is they they they. So they so they filmed the scene that was supposed to be the Hilton. Obviously, that happened in Hilton right down the road. Mm-hmm. Yep. They called it the uh, I forgot the name of it. They called it uh, what they called it. They call it. Anyway, everybody in the, they showed some scenes in the hotel, and everybody's wearing cowboy hats, dancing the country yeah. music because <laughs> because it's in crazy. Texas. It's in Texas because we all wear yeah, cowboy yeah. hats. That's what we all do. Yeah, we all Just park your horse right up front. <laughs> hey man, I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't like the way you're looking, mate, because that makes me feel uncomfortable. We all wear cowboy hats and dance to country music in Texas. That we do. Thank you. Did they name the body double that they ran over four times? Well, I get. I mean, that that was Reagan Wallace, uh, who you'd probably recognize, not the name, but uh, you know, I've seen him in some other made-for-TV movies. So you know, they're gonna make a speed bump out of him. 
All right, so Betsy said that might not be the best audio quiz ever put together, and she might be right. Well, hey, I got one. I'm not <laughs> a movie one, person. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and I still beat Saloon Door somehow? They, I, I, I think so. I, yeah, think, yeah. I think so. They didn't get one. Love them yeah. to death. Yeah. I, I barely, yeah. awesome I, I barely yeah. got Armageddon, though. Okay, we, yeah. We need yeah. to make a I've distinction I've got one you could have added to that, though. I Strangely enough, know of a movie. You know the old uh, Falstaff Brewery on the island? Yeah. Yeah, they actually shot a horror movie inside there. Well, okay, okay. This is the deal. We already did a Galveston Island version of the quiz. Okay, with, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 with Mark. So yeah, so <laughs> I, I know that was like a thing. I didn't watch it. I just knew it happened. No, there's actually been a lot. I mean, there was a you know actually I, I had an easier time coming up with Galveston Island movies than I did Galveston Bay. Mm-hmm. Obviously, <laughs> I'm, I'm working in. Pasadena. I should have got the Urban Cowboy one. I, I was born in Pasadena. I should have known that. It's okay. No worries. That was a pretty classic scene, though. Yeah. This is pretty freaking awesome right here, dude. Oh, yeah. Man. I've been oh, smelling it. I've been smelling it for like the last three yeah, minutes. I've been smelling it for the last three minutes. I finally took a taste and... Smell. Golly, dude. So... Twelve and a half. No, it's... it's it's so smooth mm-hmm. that you would not think that. There's no well, way you like wouldn't think that. Well, it's like three, four years old at this point. Right, according to our yeah. listeners, I should no, not be doing the audio it's, quiz it's, anymore. It's it's mellowed out quite quite a bit, and mm. I don't know that I don't know that I don't know that this would Man. stick up to it. I really dude, don't. Dude, this is flavorful. Man, there's so many tastes. I use three different type of yeasts. So how old is it? How old is it? <laughs> it's it's, it's, like my, it's somewhere years. between three and four years wow. old. Wow. Yeah. That journey. Mm-hmm. It's it's wow. a totally different monster from the last time I tasted it, it which it has so like it a does, lot of... It, everything goes through those changes. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And knowing that Man. sweet point is like so tricky. It, have, it has a lot of so those tricky. like dark fruit, like date, raisin type, oh, type yeah. things, but it's it's really mellowed out. It's nowhere near as sharp. It's almost like velvet on the tongue. So have you followed it along? I, I mean, have you yeah. had a chance to oh, yeah, open yeah. bottles occasionally? Every I mean, now and then. Doing it is. Like, and it's dude, different every time, it. right? Oh, yeah. 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 It's like a chocolate coffee velvet. That's, yeah. That's right? a good, that's a velvet, man. It's a chocolate coffee velvet with alcoholic sweetness behind it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's weird, man. Mm, man. You, Cheers, dude. Cheers. Dude, these are some really good beers you brought us, dude. Thank you. Skyler. Man, I'm, I'm tempted just as a measuring stick to open that uh, that other Russian Pure Stout just to so we hey, know yeah, how yeah, high yeah. this you, is. You I mean, can, right? You can compare. Let's uh, do it. I mean, Let's it do it. Would, I'd be honored. Maybe. Uh, Baltica knows I already what know. doing when it no, comes but to I, this is. I mean, this is like some crazy, awesome. So Baltica first made an appearance on our second episode when we had a NASA astronaut Clayton Anderson on there. We got I wasn't sure if he's going to drink beer or not, so I got some Baltica and, and he beer or not. Yeah, he's going to drink yeah. beer or not. Said so it's the first Is time he, he a beer or not. Said so it's the first time he had Baltica since he was in Russia. You know, mm. preparing, preparing, uh, going through the training there. What is he making bubbles. What is this Dude, like? they almost smell exactly the same. This one's ten percent alcohol. Baltica's so is yours, time. right? You uh, mine's twelve point five. Yeah, yours is smoother. Fucking Russian pussies. It's it's hard to it's it's weird to say lighter body when you're drinking a Russian imperial yeah, stout. Ten or it's, double digits. It's a, it's yeah, a bit. It's not as motor yeah. oil. This is a lighter body. Mm-hmm. The Baltica has a lighter body than yours. Yeah. Truth. Oh, absolutely. And I think <laughs> this might sound weird. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> okay. Was that me that or was, who was that? That was that was uh dude. That was Russia calling. It was. And that was a ballistic landing. Hey, this is really good, man. I don't know. I love Russian Imperial Stout. Truth. It's good stuff. Silence. Dude, I think you took it, man. Yeah. I oh, think actually, you freaking no, no, you took yeah, it, dude. I, I, That's I, crazy. I don't, I don't like to toot my own horn, but yeah. Yeah, no, you did. No. Dude, Skyler, thank you for coming on tonight, man. Thank, thank you, you for, for coming on. Yeah, thank no, you for bringing these amazing beers. You brought us a Session beer that was amazing. You mm-hmm. brought us a Rosh beer, Kolsch. 
uh, freaking fake IPA that was awesome, <laughs> right? And you brought the us shanty? you brought us this this Russian Imperial Stout that is mm-hmm. kicking some freaking ass right now against a Russian Imperial Stout from from Russia. Russia. From Russia, honored with you know, honor. I don't know. I don't know what to say, dude. We love it, man. God bless you, dude. God bless you. Thank you for brewing beer and making Texas a part of the brewing scene. So when's the tap room open? Tap room's open seven days a week. Boom. Uh, we uh, we generally open four o'clock uh, on the weekdays. On the weekends, Just we open at noon. Uh, and we'll stay open till eight o'clock. Uh, but if the if the party keeps going, we're known to uh, keep it open a little bit later. So that is awesome, man. Awesome. Thank you for making yeah, Texas for joining strong. us. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you, man. Thank you for keeping it up. Space travel. Beer. Does this look infected? Beer. Boating. Did we mention there's beer? Hey, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week, we think. Thursday nights, 7 p.m., Galactic Coast Power Hour, Vinyl Draft Radio. I gotta pee.